Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hiro Glitch podcast with your favorite podcast duo, Nick and Nia. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about Satanism in the music industry, but not just that. All right, so bear with us as we're going to talk about a couple of pretty bizarre topics. Um, But before that, I realized that we have been forgetting to do our quote of the week. I'm sorry, you guys. Nick, would you like to share yours first? Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know if I did this one already, but uh, whatever. So mine is light conceals as much as it reveals. And I heard that one from Michael Tessarion, and it just has to do with um, kind of... uh, the philosophy of the yin yang like everything exists through its opposite like just because things are illuminated doesn't mean that you might that doesn't mean that you necessarily have the full picture or the full periphery of everything that makes me think about hiding in plain sight like you can have it right in front of you but that doesn't mean you necessarily know what it is or like I don't know. I just I really believe in that, though. Hiding in plain sight. Like if somebody made a movie about everything that the government planned to do, nobody would take it seriously until obviously afterwards. Uh, My quote of the week is from Frederick Douglass, and it's a slave is someone who sits down and waits for someone to free them. I just felt like that quote was um, surprisingly relevant to how I feel about today. Um, If we just sit here and do nothing. We're slaves, all right? We're a slave because of our own choices. Um, But anyways, I actually wanted to, again, pick up kind of where we left off with, you know, Satanism in the music industry. And I also wanted to say, like, I don't really understand how people can't even consider the idea that celebrities might be involved in the occult and, like, witchcraft. Because there's a lot of celebrities that are actually very public about it. Not only that, but witchcraft is so much more common than I think some people might understand. Like, you know, I, in my community on Instagram, there's a lot of witches that follow me, that I follow. So it's just like, I don't know, like, what's so hard to believe about that? Like, I'm sure people on Instagram, you know, before they release their special new product they're putting out, they're probably doing money spells. So why wouldn't these, like, celebrities do the same thing? It just doesn't make sense. Why would the normal people do it and not also the, you know, elite well, I think the problem with that is a lot of people think that most of these people who claim that they're into witchcraft and the occult are just doing it for like fashion or like aesthetic purposes and they're, they're not actually serious about any of it. It's kind of like the carryover from like hot topic culture maybe and <laughs> stuff like that. So I think pe- a lot of people just don't really take it seriously. And I mean, I get it, especially on social media like Instagram, there are a lot of like just straight up like just people who have no idea what they're talking about and you can tell are just complete phonies about it. But I mean, magic and the occult has gone back since like the dawn of time, pretty much Uh, like the real stuff. None of this like fucking Wicca nonsense. So it is a tool and it is powerful and the greatest minds throughout history have embraced the idea. I mean, like Isaac Newton was an alchemist. Um, you know, people in Freemasonry knew about hermeticism, the Kabbalah, things like that. So it's a very ancient science. At least, I mean, there's always different facets to it. And there are, of course, like bullshit, like, you know, like chaos magic. 
at least to me, is like bullshit. Satanism is bullshit. I mean, it's real. You can produce like, you know, results through black magic, but it's like, it's bullshit because like, what's the fucking point? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's just like, I, I don't know. It's just ego worship. It's not, it has nothing to do with like ascension or like, uh, kind of, uh, higher realm attainment. It just has to do with like, everyone with like Satanism, Satanism is like, oh, it's about freedom. It's like, but it's like, well, what does that mean? And then, like, they don't even know. Most Satanists are just like, well, it's about freedom, so that means I could drink a fucking 12-pack every day and shoot a pero and do whatever I like, blah, blah, blah. At least the ones I've ran into. And, like, they just don't know, well, what does freedom mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's an empty philosophy, and it's all about ego worship. But the point of what I'm saying is that magic is real. For example, uh, Madonna is a big advocate of the Kabbalah a lot of other people are in Hollywood and that's a very serious science that's like one of the oldest sciences um that man has ever dabbled in the Kabbalah the tree of life the Sephiroth all of that and so in that instance I look at that and I take it pretty seriously because it's like look where she is she's one of the most famous people in the world and etc cetera, etc cetera. but then you go on like you know Instagram and you know some like 16 year old chick some 16 year old chick has like a pentagram and it's like all right this is like stupid there's just you know i like nature and she has like a washcloth that has a tree on it or you know i don't know do you mean like a tapestry yeah like (laughs) that's really funny she has a washcloth um no yeah i totally hear you and one thing too and this is at least my philosophy although i completely believe it to be the absolute truth is you know, the thing with magic is, well, one, it is science, but not only that, but the magic doesn't come from, like, you know, the herbs or the ingredients that you put into your spell. Like, it's you. You are the magic. You create things with your thoughts. You create your reality. You choose how you live. The way you think, the way you feel, all of that affects your physical health. Oh, but no, I wasn't taught that in my science class at my little public school. So I guess that's just not true, right? If we didn't learn it from our trusted teachers and parents, it must not be true, right? No, it's real science. You can read about it. Tons of books, literally tons of books. Um, But yeah, like Madonna, oh God. You know, I kind of have a theory. There was a, or I think it was the VMAs with Britney Spears, Madonna, and Christina Aguilera. That was that whole thing where they were like, they were making out on stage and everyone was like freaking out. Oh my God, they were making out. Oh my God. I 100% think that was some type of ritual. I don't know what they did, but it was 100% a ritual. Um, it just was so shady. Every little aspect of that was so shady. Um, but talking more about celebrities, I wanted you to talk more about Lady Gaga just because... Every time I see her, there's just this undeniable, like, satanic energy. Like, I even saw her in an interview. I don't remember exactly who it was. It might have been, like, Jimmy Kimmel or something. And she literally was saying, oh, I was so mad. I was like, I swear to Lucifer, if somebody doesn't get blah, blah, blah. I swear to Lucifer. Who says that? And that's the thing. Like, people are like, oh, my God, she's so quirky. She so doesn't care. She, like, is totally anti-establishment. Oh, my God, I love it. It's like... No, like, you're dumb. She's literally worshiping Satan, okay? Like, this is, like, real stuff that is happening. And even if she doesn't literally mean Satan, although she does, again, if you believe in something, it's very, very real, 
okay? And people do horrible acts in the names of their deities. So could you talk a little bit more about like what you know about Lady Gaga? It's a great point about it um, that um, you have to believe in it in order for it to work. And so, like I said before, these people uh, around social media who are more focused on like, you know, tall boots and like regalia and all this shit. It's like they obviously don't believe in it because they're just like, well, this looks good in the picture. And, they're, you know, they're busy like capturing everything on photograph. I don't know. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Lady Gaga um, is a peculiar case because, well, first off, um, there's like a shit ton of articles about her on the Vigilant Citizen, that website that I mentioned on the uh, last podcast. But a really peculiar thing about her, aside from all of the symbolism, which I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard about. I mean, she's one of the most famous you know, quote-unquote Illuminati pop stars out there. And, you know, everyone's seen, like, her doing the one eye, the Egyptian stuff, and all the MK Ultra stuff. But I don't know how many people know about the fact that she she had a best friend, and I always fucking forget her name. It was, like... Can you, like, look it up real quick? It's, like, Li, it's like Lilin Morgana or something. Um, but they were, like, coming up together... Uh, in the music industry, and um, they were kind of working together. And again, she was her best friend. And apparently, as the story goes, did you find it? Yeah, it's um, Sanja Durham. No, I think that's her name. Oh wait, no, it says best friend dies after cancer battle. Maybe no, that's somebody that's else though. Don't worry about it. All right, never mind. It's a little. It's her last Please name's Morgan. Just type in like Morgana. I know that's her last name. We're yeah, it's Lena. Lena. Oh, Morgana. Lena Morgana. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, they're going up in the music industry, and they're Ooh, like, "She's very beautiful." Just saying. <laughs> and they're like making music together, and um, so Lady Gaga goes after Lena Morgana's fucking talent agent like the same person that she's using to like kind of work her way up in the music industry and then apparently as the story goes right after she signs the interscope records lena morgana jumps out of an 18-story window in new york city and staten island and falls to her death so a lot of people think that that was kind of her initiatory right a sacrifice which is quite common with a lot of these people particularly in rap and other places of music i mean you have like kanye west talking about uh his mom dying and he like alludes to the fact that he was behind it snoop dogg's niece dies and he makes a nursery rhyme album i mean it's just very weird i think this is like rampant in hip-hop you can look into this again like professor griff talks about it a lot but um the other thing that's interesting about Lady Gaga from a more MK Ultra point of view is that her name, well, Gaga is like literally like the first thing you say when you're a baby, right? So if you look up the definition for Gaga, it means like lightheaded, dopey, stupid, kind of like empty. So her name means essentially Lady Idiot, <laughs> which is like uh, similar to like how MTV means empty. V, empty. You see how it's all like encoded messages? And I mean, like I said, her music videos are filled to the brim 
with occult symbolism and MK Ultra butterflies, um, you know, monarch butterflies, you know, That's just the like classic. Child stuff, right? Uh, it has to do with monarch programming. Oh. Um, it's a form of MK Ultra. But yeah, I mean, and then a big one with her too is her connection with Marina Abramovich. So I don't know if you. So I, I always butcher her name, Marina Brofovich, <laughs> Abramovich, whatever. Um, she is a, you know, they call her a performance artist. Um, I don't buy that. I think she's a satanic witch um, just because it's very obvious. I mean, I could see how people could argue, oh, she's just quirky. You know, she's, you know, a feminist because she paints weird things with her period blood. Um, but actually, if you know basic witchcraft, there's a lot of, um, you know, rituals or spells you do where you're supposed to use something that is your essence. So a lot of people will use their own pee, their blood. Um, but that's kind of extreme, at least in my opinion. I feel like most people, you could just use like a piece of your hair, fingernails, you know, I don't know, dead skin or something. So just doing anything with your own blood that comes out of you, but especially for a female to use that blood is very, very powerful and very, very um, intimate. And I'm sure it goes even so much deeper than that because obviously I'm not well-versed in satanic stuff because I'm not a Satanist. Um, so that alone is just very disturbing to me that she uses her period blood. And again, it's so easy to say, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. She's just a feminist. She's just making a female statement. Well, I'm a female and I'm very open-minded, but that honestly grosses me the hell out. Like, that's just unsanitary. The smell is probably horrendous. Like, who who was letting this lady do this and calling it art? I mean, what is this? Um, but anyways... She is very, very shady. But one thing I noticed that was really funny, kind of connecting it back to Lady Gaga, was um, I saw an interview where they asked Lady Gaga about her. And she was like, oh, my God, I love her. She's limitless. You know, she just has endless potential. She just she said something weird. She was like, uh, Marina goes to this place and she just sits there and she sits there for months and she travels to other places. And I'm like, okay, so she's talking about some type of astral travel now and basically saying how like she's so high up. Um, Marina also has connects to Jay-Z and Beyonce. There's literally photos of them sitting together at award video or um, award shows. And there's even something where she was like suing Jay-Z for using her art and not paying her. So obviously she's involved with them, which Beyonce is another very, very suspicious character for so many reasons. Did we talk about her last time, Beyonce? No, not really. Well, basically, Beyonce is definitely something. Okay, something with her. She has to be like a vampire or some type of shape-shifting thing, because I have literally seen her shape-shift. Um, there's a video, you can try to find it, where she's dancing, and she moved her head, and her hair was kind of in her face, but you literally see her become a different being. And guys, if you filmed me dancing all crazy, you would just see a bunch of ugly faces, okay? You wouldn't see some weird demon underneath my hair. Um, also, there is a theory, just really quick side note, there's a theory that Beyonce's sister Solange might actually be her daughter, and honestly, this makes so much sense, all right? Um, just because, like, let's say, for instance, 
in real life, you know, just a regular people, there are a lot of people who do stuff like this where they try to hide that they have a kid, whether it's because, you know, they had the kid super young or they don't want people to judge them. So that alone makes sense. And also, if you look, Beyonce never seems to age and Solange continues to age. So that alone is just creepy. Um, but is there anything else you, you want to say on Marina? Yeah, well, just her spirit cooking dinners that there's pictures of with like will ferrell and gwen stefani and all these like high level people and she has these like dinners where it's like i don't know if it's a cake but it's like a a giant human body laid out on a a platter that i guess it's like a cake and they all just like eat it and blood comes out and there's like pictures of this you can look this up like will ferrell uh participating in this and there's also like videos of her uh just like spreading her blood across like the wall and calling it art and like talking about cutting deep into your finger as a form of ritual magic and with lady gaga she went on a uh lady gaga went on a rehab retreat type thing with marina abramovich which a lot of people say she just trained her more in the arts of sorcery and it makes me think that if she's like you know She's involved with Bill Gates, obviously, because Bill Gates tried to put out a commercial like a year or two ago with her in it, and everyone on the internet like lost their shit and was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he had to like get her out of the commercial. But like her connection with Jay Z and all that makes me think that they're all into like Crowley type magic because Jay Z is a huge Crowley fan. Crowley's like rampant and has been rampant in Hollywood and the entertainment industry for just like decades now. Um, he's like kind of like their go-to prophet dude. Um, yeah. And then with Beyonce and Jay-Z, the other weird thing about that was I remember when they had their kid and they had the entire floor of the hospital had to like vacate, like they had to have the entire floor to themselves. I I don't know. This is so fucking weird. That is really weird. I mean, I guess you could argue it was for security purposes, but still, that's pretty weird because they had to have gone to some type of, like, top-notch hospital. They're not going to, like, L.A. hospital or something. Yeah. That is really bizarre. Um, but kind of segueing even more into something totally different, um, which actually, by the way, guys, even if you don't believe that they're doing some, type, some like, weird satanic stuff, even just doing, like, a mock sacrifice, like, in those, those um, parties is bizarre okay i'm sorry but like what can you call art like can you really call that art especially when these people actually do believe in these dark things um i I don't know it's like how much of this can you really deny but segueing into kind of what i said about beyonce potentially being a vampire um which i know probably sounds like far-fetched we don't really know but I actually wanted to talk about vampires and the possibility that they could be very, very real. So the first and most obvious argument is like vampires are in every lore in pretty much like every culture, every country. If it wasn't real, how could all these people all around the globe have a similar story or a similar monster that they talk about, right? There's one story that I found that I wanted to share just because it brought a lot of validity to the idea that vampires exist. It doesn't have anything to do with celebrities, but just having this like hardcore evidence of a potential vampire case, I think is a good way to start. So this was in 1912 in the state of Louisiana, which is a southern state in the United States. um, There was a string of murders 
where these bodies were found completely dismembered with absolutely no blood. I'm not saying they were dismembered and they bled out on the floor. I'm saying there was no blood present. Okay, so this continued to happen, and then rumors started to spread that there could possibly be vampires. Um, So after it became obvious that, like, the cops weren't going to be able to find the killer, people went to a priest named Father Henry Gente, and he actually worked with a voodoo priest named Moses Amishan. Amishon. I forgot exactly how to pronounce it. But these are real people. Guys, these are real names. Father Henry Gente and Moses Amishon, who was a voodoo priest. All right, so we have the Catholics and the voodoo priests working together. That alone should, should be a big deal, okay? Now, they started to realize that all these murders were kind of happening along these um, specific train tracks. So the priest and the voodoo priest were like, hey, you know, maybe this guy works for... you know train people what would you call that like the train Uh, railways they work for the railways and um they basically went to like this main train station and they did see a man that they thought was pretty suspicious they reported him as being a very pale man with a couple of spots of blood on his shirt who they later found out was a man named august delagrange who actually turned out to be the head vampire. And I think it was like a nest of vampires because as the story goes, um, the, the two priests had to actually like find members of the clan, like basically his minions, and they did end up you know, killing them in order to find the leader, who again was August Delagrange. Um, then eventually they found him very, very weak. He was hiding in a log cabin. He was very weak from not hunting, not murdering people, and they were able to drive a wooden stake through his heart um august delagrange the vampire had murdered 40 people and his skeleton is now on display in new orleans louisiana if this was a made-up story how come these names are real if this was a made-up story why would they have bones in new orleans set up you know what i mean like somebody would come along be like all right this is the biggest bs i've ever heard in my life right and again like where would all the lore come from Where would all the lore come from? We as humans cannot make something up that we have never seen before. Like, even if I invent a new animal, and I'll call this animal a kirky. It's a cow and a turkey. I've never seen a kirky, but I've seen a cow and a turkey, right? You cannot make something up that you have never seen before. So it just doesn't make sense that vampires would be totally made up. Um, And, of course, all the lore always says, like, a stake through the heart. And then, you know, potentially even lighting them on fire to make sure that they're dead. Um, After this murder was solved, there was actually a lot of people who started doing um, surgery on these vampires. And they would always open them up and find that their organs were like full of blood um, and that they were very oddly preserved. Like they were very much like preserved. They weren't decaying. Um, and all the times that they would dig up a grave of somebody that they thought might have been a vampire, they would find like fresh blood in the mouth. So I'm guessing they would kind of get them when they're sleeping or something. Um, but yeah, isn't that pretty crazy? Yeah, I think there's graves in, I want to say, England that have like cages over them, like um, uh, where the tombstone would be and then you, where the body would be. Like above the grass, there's a cage, like a thing to keep them from coming out of the ground so that's how much they believe in that but i always like find it interesting because it's just like what 
is a vampire? Like, is it somebody who's possessed? Is it like a reptilian? Is it actually a vampire? I've never, I mean, it is fascinating because there's so much, particularly in recent years with like Twilight and the Vampire Diaries, but then you also have bands like, you know, Cradle of Filth and like him and even like Typo Negative to a certain degree all play on this kind of vampiric idea and like the sexiness behind it. But it's just like, it's it's just a very odd aesthetic that has like a corner of the music industry. So a couple of things about that, like, so my theories, I think that vampires could be like two different things. I think on the one hand, they could be like demons, you know? And then on the other hand, I think that they might be like a cousin to humans, like a weird cousin, because we're essentially the same. Um, so I think there's some like different type of human. And I also do believe that people can be turned into vampires. I actually heard a story about that. Um, I, I'm not going to add the story in just because I don't want to stray too far from the topic of like celebrities, but there's a lot of vampire stories, um, you know, legitimate ones. And, you know, the thing about vampires being so seductive is I think that that's how it becomes easy for them to, like, catch somebody. But I remember, like, when I was in college, I was in this English class, and uh, my professor was saying that basically um, vampires were invented or were a popular story um, to just talk about rape. So basically saying that, like, vampires symbolize the problem of, like, rape. Um, Which would kind of make sense if these, you know, celebrities and stuff were vampires, because they do molest children. There's a whole, um, oh man, I can't use these words on the podcast. There's a group of people who prefer minors <laughs> that run Hollywood and they do horrible, awful things, right? So it's not that far off from these vampires just being lustful, lustful for your blood for so many reasons, you know, um, which is kind of why I wanted to segue into adrenochrome if we have nothing else to add to the vampire stuff. So adrenochrome, oh yeah, yeah, you guys, honestly, it's it's so disturbing to talk about or to think about. But adrenochrome is actually the result of adrenaline being oxidized. So it's basically adrenaline outside of the body, right? So this, you can only imagine, would be a powerful drug. I mean, adrenaline makes people so powerful they can like lift cars, right? So it's said that these, I hate calling them elite, but like these elite people, um, celebrities, royalty, all those people, they basically inject this or consume this in some way. And it has like psychoactive effects. And allegedly it also makes you not age, which again, kind of goes with the vampire thing. And it also just goes with like the black magic, the witchcraft, because, you know, a lot of times they're getting this from tortured children. And there's a lot of different ways I could prove this to be true. I mean, there's, you know, all the stuff going on um, in Haiti with these children being trafficked and just child trafficking in general, like the Jeffrey Epstein thing. You think they weren't drinking some of those kids? You think they weren't, you know, torturing them, scaring them and getting all that energy, that fear? You know, it's all about the energy. And again, going back to like witchcraft and all of that, there's nothing more pure than a child. And there's so many legends and so many stories about different people drinking blood, bathing in blood to be young. What was that lady? She was like, was she like a voodoo? Um, I forget. 
Uh, are you thinking of Elizabeth Bathory? Yeah. She's like a Hungarian countess from the 1700s, maybe. And again, Cradle of Filth wrote a whole album about her. It's actually a pretty good album. But uh, yeah, she apparently in the span of, I want to say, three years, she killed like over 600 virgins in different ways. And she had a whole like coven of witches working for her, apparently. And she would just bathe in their blood, torture them. Keep them out in, like, freezing cold temperatures, uh, surround them with bees, like, all this crazy torture shit. And the way they killed her was they locked her in her castle and waited for her to die. But, um, yeah, she's, like, one of those figures, kind of like Vlad the Impaler, that a lot of these people tend to kind of give nods to in certain ways. Um, So, yeah, Adrenochrome, I think, first became known through the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, where the Johnny Depp character comes back to the hotel room and he's like oh i got this stuff from a satanist he said it's crazy mm-hmm. and then he does it of course he like trips out which is like basically the entire movie but yeah i am i don't know it's interesting with adrenochrome there's a lot of researchers out there that say there's not ample evidence for it and that it's just kind of like smoke and mirrors however i do believe wholeheartedly that blood rituals do happen you have people like arizona wilder kathy o'brien uh Shit, what's his name? Paul Benassi. Um, just endless amounts of that girl that was in that horrible Belgian trafficking ring. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she did a Skeptico interview. Uh, so these things happen, and it's known. And um, it's just, you know, it's like David Icke used to say. It's like they used to do it out in the open, like in the Aztecs and the Mayans and all that shit. The only difference is now they just took it behind closed doors. I mean, like, why would they ever stop? behind closed doors and also made us forget about it or made us all be like oh that's a bunch of nonsense that's just in movies and blah 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 um so we may not be able to 100 percent prove adrenochrome but i can prove something for a fact that's decently close and i swear you can look this up on youtube if you want as well i just saw these today i saw two videos this is the first video we're on the steve harvey show which You know, if you're in the United States, you definitely know who that is. He's basically like a comedian. He hosts television shows. And so Steve Harvey is with this woman and she's talking about this miracle anti-aging product that Oprah uses. And they mention Oprah's name several times. Okay, so Oprah. She's saying, oh, this is the most amazing anti-aging thing we have found in recent years. And Steve Harvey's like, what is it? She's like, oh, just try it. Just try it. She puts a drop in his hand, and it's red. Okay? It looks like blood. Obviously, I can't say it's blood. It looks like blood. He's got something red on his hand. He's like, oh, my God, what is this? She's like, just rub it in, right? So he's rubbing this stuff in, and then she goes, this product comes from the foreskin of boys. And then, of course, Steve Harvey goes, woman, you put what in my hand? You know, his whole thing where he always freaks out, can't, can't believe what's going on, right? And then he says again, and Oprah uses this. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like he was trying to, like, throw shade at Oprah. Um, but, I mean, come on. How is that okay to use foreskin, a human's foreskin, in, in, a, uh, in a freaking beauty product? And of course, people are going to think, oh, these quirky Hollywood celebrities, oh, it's so funny, haha, they'll do anything for no wrinkles, haha, so funny, so funny. It's not funny. 
How the hell do they get the foreskin, first of all? Are doctors just saving this up and and selling it? Are they getting it from, you know, children that have gone missing? Are they getting it from Planned Parenthood? Second thing I saw, and this is Sandra Bullock on The Ellen Show, which if you don't know who those two people are, you must just not watch TV, (laughs) okay? So Sandra Bullock is talking to Ellen And Ellen's like, so, you know, tell us about this facial that you got, right? And Sandra Bullock is, like, beating around the bush. She's like, oh, you know, um, it's just this facial. And, you know, they just inject some stuff into your face. And then, you know, the wrinkles go away. And Ellen's like, oh, well, what kind of facial is it, Sandra? What kind of facial? She's like, oh, you know, it's, um, they just, they take it from uh, some skin. um, And they inject it. It's from a young person. And then Ellen just flat out says... It's from the foreskin of a Korean baby. I'm going to say that again. Ellen DeGeneres, America's lesbian sweetheart, said it comes from the foreskin of a Korean baby. How is that okay? The audience is laughing. Some of the audience is disturbed. But they're mostly just laughing. They don't know what the hell is going on. How come this is being said on live national television and nobody's taking a second to say, hey, This isn't some weird, quirky facial that people are doing. What is happening to these children? How are they harvesting the blood from their foreskin? Or how, what, Sandra even said there were pieces of foreskin on her face. She literally said that. She said there was pieces of a foreskin from a Korean baby on her face. Well, we know that there's like hundreds of thousands of kids that go missing each year in this country alone. And... You know, Oprah's a sketchball. We all know that she was friendly with Weinstein and that uh, she had connections with that John of God dude who was who had that big, like, uh, sex trafficking ring. Uh, I forget where exactly, but he was busted for that. Build, um, <laughs> yeah, Oprah's been in Bilderberg. You know, she's like a high-up person. And um, who was that girl who got busted for... Uh, sex traffic. I think she was from Smallville. Was it like Allie something? Oh, I know she, who you're talking about, but I don't remember her name. She was part of that sex cult Nexium oh with gosh. that one dude who was like more or less like a Jeffrey Epstein kind of guy. But these things happen. I mean, look at the Franklin cover-up with like that Larry King guy who was trafficking kids back in whenever that was. And, um, you know, the Finders cult, uh, the... I can't remember the name now, that pig farm where they, like, fed people, like, human meat. I mean, this shit happens. Son of Sam murders. Um, and then it's, it goes down to, like, everyone's favorite serial killers. They always, always have military connections, CIA connections. John Wayne Gacy was pictured with Jimmy Carter's wife. I mean, it's just, like, there's so much shit that people don't know People are just happy enough with, like, the boring, same five-sentence story you get with every fucking serial killer. They never want to look into their parents or to who they were involved with, how they were spent years in the military, and then, like, there's X amount of years of their life that were not accounted for, that you can't find. I mean, it's just, like, such a long rabbit hole to go down once you uh, go down it. Well, why do all that if the news tells you the whole story up front? (laughs) right i guess that's how people think 
Um, but it, it's just so disturbing, like, when you really take a moment to think about this, like, there's literally these satanic people, again, even if you don't believe, they believe, so these people who are doing these evil things in the name of this entity, and it's just being laughed at, or it's being overlooked, children are being harmed, children are going through things that I, ca- I probably can't even imagine, I don't even want to imagine, and people are more concerned with getting a vaccine. There's so much more happening than just that, you know? And they don't want you talking about the Epstein shit. They don't want you talking about how come nobody's putting Oprah in jail for being on the Epstein list, right? No one wants to talk about that. No one wants to think about these children getting hurt. They want to be in the drama of this pandemic. You know what I mean? And it's just like, God, like what if the foreskin of these babies are also in the vaccine? You know, where does it end? Well, yeah, no one even talks about fucking Ghislaine Maxwell anymore. Yep. Or like Jeffrey Epstein. Or what about that guy from Canada who just got busted? I haven't heard a fucking word about him. Because it's just, that's so easy to bury these stories when, oh, it's the Delta variant. It's like, it's so, oh my <laughs> God, it's so fucking stupid. But it's like, this is the real evil in the world. This is like the real, real currency that goes around. Guns, drugs, trafficking that's like where the fucking real money is and that's why all these high level people are involved why do you think fucking bono has a charity and one percent of it goes to the actual intended source i mean less than one percent i mean it's just but you know again everyone goes a big deal (laughs) i also just want to add really quick and i hope that you guys take this to heart like please for the love of all that is good do not post pictures of your babies on the internet or like do that go ahead but don't put pictures of them like in the tub don't put pictures of them like running around in a diaper don't put pictures of them in bathing suits i'm so serious about this like you don't understand how many people are pedophiles you know they could be on your friends list not only that but do you really think those photos you're posting are private i don't care if your facebook's on a private setting i don't care if your instagram's on a private setting it is being saved and the people who own these apps can look at all your information a facebook app you have given them the okay to look at what you do on your phone outside of the facebook app seriously go to your settings you can literally find there is a button and if you turn it off i'm pretty sure like you lose a bunch of stuff um because i try to turn it off myself but basically don't post these pictures of your kids okay if you want these pictures take a polaroid or something or like you know text it to your relatives do not post it online again like i said it might not even be these nasty elite people looking at your baby with lust it could be the people on your friends list i don't know the exact exact statistic but they say most people who get sexually assaulted or raped knew the victim i mean i'm sorry knew the predator before it happened like intimately you always hear about the creepy uncle right some cases the creepy dad so it's not that uncommon be smart all right stop posting naked pictures of your baby like first of all that's just weird too like i guess maybe i don't get it because i don't have a baby but like nobody really wants to look at your naked baby but you okay (laughs) yeah i mean the thing about these people is that like they know that they have to be you know behind the curtain and that's why there's so many of them in the boy scouts and like the churches and all that shit because it's like oh you can trust us you know that's like what our 
That's what we've been known for. Meanwhile, if you actually dig, it's like you can't trust them at all. But That's a good point. It's always the people that, like, want you to, tr- excuse me, want you to trust them that's probably bad. Like, that show Dexter, where that guy's a serial killer, but he, like, works so closely with the cops. Like, that's literally a perfect example of how, like, they're so perfectly camouflaged. Um, and, I mean, even with these celebrities, you know, we grow up thinking, wow, they're so amazing. They played my favorite character. I resonate with them so much as a person. Oh, my God, I look up to them. You know, you don't want to accept that they're out here molesting babies. Like, I get it. But at the same time, you don't know these people. I'm so tired of people, like, when I say something about a celebrity, they're like, oh, but you don't know them. I'm like, yeah, you don't either. So why are you assuming they're good people? I've heard literally nothing but awful things about celebrities. You know, I've even like met celebrities and they've been shitty. I've known other people who have met celebrities and they've been shitty. You know, these aren't good people. Just because somebody has money or they're pretty doesn't mean they're a good person. Like that should be common freaking sense. But apparently it's not. Um, One more thing before we close out this podcast Kind of going back to, um, you know, making a deal with the devil to be successful. I highly recommend all of you guys watch this episode of the show Supernatural. It's on Netflix. Watch season two, episode eight. It's called Crossroad Blues. I feel like they did a really good job of kind of showing, um, like, they showed Robert Johnson in the beginning. But they also showed how, like, a lot of people are very desperate. And if you get them at the right point, they may very well make a deal. Um with the devil. So I think this has been a pretty good podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Nick, is there anything you would like to, to share with the class? No, just uh, stay vigilant. Stay vigilant, but also continue to have hope that things will improve. You know, nothing ever stays bad forever. Um, and also keep your eyes open. All right, people pay attention when these kids go missing and nobody talks about it anymore. Um, but anyways, We love you guys, and we will talk to you very soon. Bye. See ya.